Welcome to Life Happens, where Texans come to protect their legacy and prepare for the second half of life. Join your host, attorney Kim Hegwood with Hegwood Law Group and our weekly guest as we navigate the challenges that emerge as life happens. Now here's your host, Kim Hegwood. Good morning and welcome to Life Happens with me, Kim Hegwood, and our very special guest today, Jennifer Salazar. She's with Texas Senior Medicare Patrol. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. And um, so we're always about good information, and today you've got some good stuff. So we're going to talk about dementia and scammers and how to protect the people that we love, because we see this a lot in my practice. Um, you know, the seniors coming in or the kids coming in going, what do we do? You know, they've you know, mom or dad's been scammed, grandparents have been scammed. So I almost hate to ask, you know, what the top three scams are that are targeting seniors right now because you and I there's a lot of them. And so out there. So so give our listeners kind of some examples of things that they can look for. So maybe if we don't talk top three, hit a bunch. So maybe it'll be better, you know, than just you know, than hitting three, however many you can think of. Well, do you have all day? <laughs> One of the biggest scams that we always see is just a simple phone call. And scammers have a technology called spoofing where they can change the phone number on your caller ID. And they use um, dialers for robocalls. A lot of us get robocalls. We pick up the phone. It says press one for more information. We press one. You know what that scammer does? They take that phone number because they're trying to see if your phone number works. If your phone number does not work, then they know that, you know, nobody lives there. So they take your phone number, they go to the Internet, they research, and then they find out who you are. They find out your address, you know, when you got married, uh, birth certificates. They can find out all kinds of information on you. Then they call you, not the robot anymore, an actual person saying, Jennifer, you owe back taxes. This is the IRS. You live at 102. You know, we're coming over to arrest you if you don't pay up the money. We see that constantly. Another scam that's really big, and you and I were just talking about it, is the sweepstakes scam. Who does not want to win money? I don't know about you, but I remember growing up, my mom used to always play the publisher's clearinghouse. Uh, people think that they want the lottery. They get a check in the mail. They want to go cash it. You know, to win anything, you have to play it. Not only that, if you win something, you shouldn't have to spend money on it. For example, you just want a car, but you got to pay tax, title, license, all this stuff. It's too good to be true. Another big one we're getting has to do with this little guy, and I don't know if you guys can see him. Yeah. People are getting phone calls, and they're saying things like the scammer saying, Hi, this is Jessica from your doctor's office. He wants to have you tested to make sure that you're not having any cardiovascular disease going on right now. And we're human. You might accidentally say, Oh, you mean Dr. Smith? Dr. Smith wants me to get tested. And now the scammer knows your doctor's name. What they're going to do is offer you this cheek, uh, cheek swab, mail it to your home, hoping you'll swab your cheek, move, uh, mail it to them, but they're not going to do anything with it. What they're going to do is they're asking for your Medicare number because they're going to bill Medicare for all these tests that never happen. A Medicare number is e easily worth $30,000. Read your Medicare summary notices. If you see something that doesn't look right, call us. But Kim, you know one of the biggest scams, two of them, that we see all year long, they're not going anywhere? First off, the romance scam. We are seeing that with all ages, from ages 16 
all the way up to 94 years young. Um, we have multiple victims. Um, since the pandemic, we've seen a 66% spike in the romance scam. And it might not even be a love interest. It could be a relative. Like we were just talking about one of your clients getting a letter from a relative and they were thinking, hey, this might be legitimate. I might get a real check from this person. Another one is the grandparent scam. The grandparent scam is alive and well and not going anywhere. But the scary thing about the uh, the grandparent scam, scammers now have the technology to mimic voices. If they hear you on YouTube, Facebook, podcast, doing speeches, they could take your voice, use it against you, call your grandparent, and you would say, hi, I'm Jennifer. Your grandparent might actually think it's you. They'll even get your grandparent's name right. Some grandparents go by Gigi or Grammy because the scammer researches them and then they find out their actual name. So how do you stay safe? Have a code word. Ask questions only your grandchild would know. But we're seeing just a little bit about everything and not going anywhere. And this year's a special year because it's an election year. We're getting calls about um, politicians. We don't get political calling, asking for donations or gift cards. So, for example, President Bugs Bunny gives you a call saying, you know, I need money for my campaign. And if you don't have money, that's okay. Can you send me a gift card? Because we have to eat on the trout. If you do want to make a donation to Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, whoever, call them directly, call the headquarters, find out the proper way to do that. Also, don't rely on text messages from candidates. Make sure it's the actual candidate. Because we do see a lot of that, like with charity scams. You think you're giving to the right charity, but it turns out you're giving to a scammer. So why is it um, someone with dementia more vulnerable to scams than most? Unfortunately, scammers will basically go after anyone. And they know, for example, folks with dementia may easily give them their information. For example, if they call them saying, you know, you're late on your light bill. I need a credit card number. That person might think, oh, my goodness, I have to do this now. You know, they trust the scammer. They'll give their you know, credit card information. And then guess what? When a loved one checks the credit card statement saying, mom or dad, what is this $5,000 charge? Unfortunately, the victim, I don't like the word victim. I like the word survivor will not remember doing that. They will not remember necessarily the light bill. They're not going to remember. Not only that, a lot of times scammers, if they know they can get information from you, they're going to do it again and again and again. And unfortunately, a lot of um, individuals are very trusting. So if they do get a phone call saying your water's about to be cut off, we need your social security number, we need this or that, they're very believable. They're going to believe that person and hand over whatever they need. So if you suspect someone has dementia, um, what kind of things can you do to help them, you know, protect them from scammers? You know, honestly, I always say it takes everyone to help a person. It takes a lot of people. First off, did you know you can call, if you have a cell phone, you can call your cell phone provider. There are a lot of apps on cell phones that will actually help block um, scam calls from coming in. A lot of those. 
Also, there is something through the United States Postal Mail Service that you can actually review your loved one's mail before they get the mail. It's incoming mail. And that and it's a free service. And you know if they're going to get something that is, you know, fraudulent or not, like those sweepstakes offers, credit card offers, anything like that. So you can kind of stop that from happening. Check constantly credit cards, debit cards, check the activity. Make sure nothing um, odd is going on. If you get charges for a dollar, that is a red flag. You need to contact the bank, the credit card company, because a lot of times what scammers do is they test the card to make sure they have the right numbers before they take out a big payment. Um, other things we can do is, you know, have a list of things by their telephone. We actually have a list of actions on a little note card that you can have next to the telephone call. Or, sorry, next to the uh, telephone saying like, don't give out your information. Remember, if they have questions, call me or call so-and-so to verify. Don't answer the door, stranger danger. We have a lot of people going door to door trying to sell things. A lot of people with dementia might accidentally allow that, allow that person to come in. That person could be a criminal. And in this day and age, people shouldn't be going door to door anymore to sell things. Um, so it really takes a village. If that person doesn't have loved ones, because sometimes that happens, get involved with a church, get in large, get involved with a guardianship program. There's lots of agencies out there. One last thing, check Medicare summary notices. If you're on Medicare, you should get notices in the mail every three months, or you can go to mymedicare.gov and check to make sure that there's no um, odd charges, like charges for durable medical equipment that that person did not receive. Because again, the person might not have a lot of financial um, income, but they do have Medicare numbers, which are worth a lot of money. Also watch out for reverse mortgages because a lot of times scammers take advantage and might try to do a reverse mortgage for them and not the client. Oh, wow. It's a lot. It's a, yeah, a lot. It's like, oh, you just want to cry, doesn't it? And so it's just... You know, it just, I, you know, there's a very special place for those people. Yes, you know, most definitely. So let's say that you find out, you know, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa has been scammed. What do we do next? So, you know, honestly, Kim, there's so many different scenarios, so many different places. It depends on the level of the scam. I always say start with us, the Texas Senior Medicare Patrol. We can get you to the right agency because, for example, if I give out my Medicare number, then we would get you to Medicare. Oh, no, I gave out my social. Then we would get you over here. There's so many different agencies and different components. We prefer them start with us. We can get them to the right person. One thing that I love about my organization, we stay with you for the whole process. When you call us, we make sure you get to the next person. We'll call, we'll check on you, we'll make sure, did you actually talk to Medicare? Did they help you? If they didn't help you, we'll go to the next level. Because we don't shame, we don't blame. We empower, we're here to help. If our survivor is too shy or scared, we'll do three ways. Because a lot of times when you have, I hate the word victim, but when you have someone that just got scammed, we will hold hands because it's needed, it's scary. And we're there through the whole process. Perfect. So how does someone find you? So that way if they need this kind of help, they know where to go. So we have our phone number. You can call me directly at 713-341-6184. We also have a website, Texas SMP 
www.ohio.org. And we have a 1-800 number that is 888-341-6187. And we are um, here. We cover the whole state of Texas, 254 counties. Give us a call and we are there to help you. Well, what I can honestly say, girl, is that I hope that it's over time and, you know, the right things in place that, that you know, we get to put you out of business one day. You know? I hope so. <laughs> I will go sell fish tacos in Puerto Rico and I'll be fine with that. So. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so sad. It really is. You it's know, so it's, but we're there to empower and to assist. And you know what? You've got to keep going. Yes. Well, this is such good information, Jennifer, and it's so good to have you on the show today, and um, you take care. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Life Happens with Kim Hegwood. Be sure to tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. wherever you listen to your podcast as we navigate through the challenges that emerge as life happens. The content of this podcast does not establish an attorney-client relationship or constitute attorney-client privilege, legal, medical, financial, or any other professional advice. 